0: Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast where our schedule has been absolute garbage and we barely record games anymore. But we're here tonight. We are going to be playing Day Trippers again. It feels like it's been quite a long time, although I don't think it's been that long. I think it's been that long. Two months. Maybe. Longer than it should be. Anyway, I'm going to kick it over to Todd. We'll let him give a recap and we'll figure out what the hell's going on tonight because the whole last season is going to be weird
1: i got to listen to this recap real hard.
2: <laughs> uh, well, you know, okay. So let me, let me back up to the end of the previous <laughs> season, all right? Having encountered the Frank and recognizing that there was some sort of weird cosmic relation between Frank and Reggie, which to Frank at first seemed like an opposition. Reggie was getting in his way. Uh, Frank thought Reggie was an enemy, but then they kissed and made up and destroyed the world. When you guys found yourself in the first episode of Season 4, it seemed as though you had returned to, quote-unquote, home Earth. A couple things were wrong, though, and uh, it's quite clear that Trey, at least, (laughs) proves that uh, his existence proved that this was not, this could not have been the timeline that you originally came from. In fact, it turns out to be the timeline where you guys successfully helped Frank escape from Cordoba's clutches. You end up with 11 francs and escape from Somnambula as the sky begins to burn and big burning cotton candy clouds fall from the sky. And you look around and you see people bursting into flame and they look like, this is totally fine. And you realize, oh man, we are not home. And you book it to Diaspora Ranch. Now you've got a big rented van and you're all piled in. You got, remember, 11 francs are in the van. And today, Nico's not with us. So what I'm going to do is sort of make a, a jump cut and I just ask you guys for a couple quick rolls to get you past. I want to get you out of this reality. Are you with me? Because then I don't have to think about why Frank's not here anymore.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh. Before we continue, we also kidnapped Cordoba and Trey threw him out of the car when he realized Trey, we fuck were not in the right timeline.
2: That's right. <laughs> So Trey has killed one Cordova, one down.
1: <laughs> Infinity to go. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. So in a minute, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple of quick rolls and ask you guys a couple of quick questions to just kind of set up where I'm gonna set you up for for this coming episode. But before I do that, and for our listeners at home, I wanted to mention these two things, or rather read you these two quotes. These are two quotes from one movie and one TV show, both of which uh, I, I, I have always loved and, and have actually been formative in not only Daytrippers in general, but in this campaign in specific. And I think you'll recognize why. The first, in the basement of a university medical school, Dr. Jessup floats naked in total darkness. The most terrifying experiment in the history of science is out of control, and the subject is himself. That was the tagline from Altered States. And then, theorizing that one could time travel within his own lifetime, Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the quantum leap accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself trapped in the past, facing mirror images that were not his own and driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. His only guide on this journey is Al, an observer from his own time who appears in the form of a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. And so Dr. Beckett finds himself leaping from life to life, striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home.
1: It was Ziggy, wasn't it? Wasn't Ziggy the force? Blasting blasting him across.
2: Yeah, Ziggy was the the AI itself and then the avatar was Al. That's right. Yeah. They gotta bring that show back.
0: I mean, we're doing it. We're doing it live. We are
1: bringing it back. That's true. Yeah, you know what? Pay attention, People, writers, of yeah, whatever. I don't know how that shit works. Producers <laughs> of that show. We don't
3: either.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, now, you guys head as quickly as possible to Diaspora Ranch, uh, speeding because it doesn't matter if the cops follow you, and mm-hmm. this world is falling apart. So as fast as you can, you book it to Diaspora Ranch. You come to a screeching halt. You rush inside you realize that no matter which ship you take, you don't have the capacity for the Franks. Unless you take the Orbgasm, it's the only ship you know of big enough to handle everyone here. So, quick question. Are we going to try to run in with all the Franks and basically seize the Orbgasm? (laughs) Or are we going to leave the Franks out here and send somebody in to quick check?
0: Uh, I I. I feel like we make the mad rush, right? Like, assuming that she's not here.
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like, A, we... Uh, Reggie is familiar, with, at least with, A, an orgasm. Orga- <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. that one might be easier for him to fly than just some random ship that we end up grabbing.
2: Okay, uh, so I'm going to phrase these so. questions in past tense to to let yeah. you know that this is this is a flashback. At the beginning of this episode, okay. So I'm going to say, when you got to Diaspora Ranch, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to ask Nash because you're the captain of this team. Real quick, what did you do when you got to Diaspora Ranch?
0: We we hit the ground running. The the wheels come you know squealing to a stop. You know, Nash's like, go 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 go. Doors fly open. We all start running towards. Uh,
2: in, okay. Inside and and here. and what did you do when you got inside? Now, you've got the attention of a couple security guys, but fortunately, they recognize you. You've got uh, Roger, the foreman tonight. Uh, He looks at you and scratches his head, and he looks back toward the bathroom and then back at you again. And you all see that the Orgasm is not here. The Marduk is here. What did you do when you learned that the Orgasm was not here, but the Marduk was? Marduk has a capacity of four.
0: Uh, I think he comes up, like, you know, skidding to a stop, and he's like, Fuck! Uh, new plan, Frank Prime, whichever one is Frank, into the Marduk, and then the four of us run to the Marduk. Then, assuming everybody follows, I know these two guys will follow. Oh
2: yeah,
0: already ahead of you.
2: <laughs> this is a really good question. I wish that I I wish that I had Nico to ask whether he would whether he would go or whether he would try to bring the others along. I think it probably makes sense. I think that Nash's idea makes sense, but to Frank, all of the Franks feel equally real. Mm. The one that you call Frank Prime um, may be qualifiably different than the others, but we actually don't know that for sure. Yeah, this it's is just the one that the one that you met. It was the first one that escaped in this reality, or the last reality.
1: It's definitely strange because I don't. I, I think like Frank. The, Well, what we thought of as Frank Prime went out of his way to, like, create the Frank uprising
3: just to get all the Franks out, you know? And you also said, you know, when when they were escaping, each time a Frank died, it hurt them all. It Mm. did. Mm. So the consequences of him leaving and all the other Franks being potentially destroyed once this universe collapses... I think that's something that would have to weigh heavily on his mind.
2: I, I do think it would. I, I'm not sure I want to make that decision for Nico, because I think it would weigh heavily on Frank's mind. Right. Not to mention, I mean, Frank is not the type to be scared of the pain, but it hmm. will be painful.
0: Hmm. And, and I can tell you, Nash's probably not thinking about any of that at all. Like, right. Know, with Trey's revelation that we're not in the right timeline, we haven't been in the right timeline, you know, this reality's collapsing. Like he's got to get, I got to get my guys out and you know, we, we've got to get home. You know, assuming that the next jump takes us home then. Right. Like he's not like, he's not chess moves ahead right now. He's like, I've got to deal with this right now. We've got to, we've got to go.
2: So what did you do now? When Frank looked you square in the eye and said, this place isn't real. We'll find our own way home. And then he and the other Franks formed a circle.
0: I, I think he stops and he looks to Reggie, right? Because they share some kind of a weird yeah. connection. You know, like raised eyebrow, like, huh? uh
1: Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Re- Reggie would, would turn. He would look at the, at the Franks and then look back at Nash and just kind of nod slowly, like, you know, yeah, they, I, I think they've got it. And then Reggie would turn to, to the Franks and say... He would say, Hi Frank, see you soon. And then like he'd run into the thing.
2: All of the pranks nod in unison, yeah. although you can only see <laughs> the one facing you is smiling.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Oh hey, hey, it's, okay, good. <laughs> and, he, and he runs in and starts schooling up all the, the schools.
2: You guys are on board the Marduk. Uh, now, in this reality, this reality looks like it's 000, zero, zero i.e., the, the center of the big model. You know, that's not true. Where are we going?
1: I hey, 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 the big model's fucked.
3: So, <laughs> so, I need some ideas
1: here for some locations. Trey,
3: so Trey has a couple of the previous maps uploaded, right? So, especially when, when him and Reggie attempted to figure out where we were and what was going on. So, he is going to attempt to tap in to the Marduk's processor, and he is going to upload all his information at the same time attempting to compare it to the data that the Marduk has and attempt to
2: now kind of you. alter you trajectory can, can... slightly. You can hash both versions of the map and and then compare the hashtags.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
2: So that is easy for you. Just beat a three. Uh, that's a five. I guess this is actually an encryption roll. Sure. Yeah. In so that's that a yes okay. <laughs> and. Yeah. That's a yes and. So you do manage to to compare them. Um, the models are <laughs> nothing like each other. And what else? Um. And he
3: is able to using the the AI built within the system. It's it. Which one is isn't this um, what call it? It's the dragon one. Tiamat. Tiamat. Yeah, Tiamat. Yeah. Tiamat. Yeah. So using Tiamat. Um. Like so. So his bots are talking to the various heads within the AI there, and um, and he's able to uh, uh, uh create. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, wait, wait, wait.
2: You have never been on this ship. I haven't. This ship does not recognize your bots. You're seen as a security threat. Do you want to try uh, hacking uh, the ship?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Once a, like once like it, his, his periphery okay. goes red. So, okay. So that's yeah.
2: going to take you a little minute. So what, what are the other guys doing?
0: Uh, I think Nash is like at the kind of like at the open door watching the Franks and just yelling over her shoulder. How are we doing up there? We got to go as like parts of the. The structure kind of like, you know, girder falls down and like, you know, flaming cloud, you know, kind of outside the door.
2: The Franks are standing in a circle with their arms linked and they're all focused on the center where a white ball of energy is just hanging there and it's growing. And it looks like their idea is to grow it large enough to envelop all of them. Right now, it's like the size of a medicine ball. It's just pure bright light. In fact, you can't look at it. It's like a small sun. You can't look directly at it. You get the feeling the Franks are going to be okay, but your your attention is drawn by a commotion over on the foreman's deck where the guy yells, hey, wait a minute, aren't you? And just then he bursts into flames and a big hole appears in the skylight in the ceiling. A cotton candy cloud has burst through the plexiglass and now the roof is burning. Worse still, Nash, you just came out of the bathroom and you're looking at the Marduk with a startled look on your face because you see there's somebody on the bridge. What did you do when you saw that? What does
0: that Nash do? (laughs) So so he probably just yells out, Reg, somebody's on the Marduk. We got to go. What the fuck?
2: (laughs) Okay, now I'm talking to the Jack who's on the Marduk. What do you do when you see yourself come out of the bathroom? I'm sorry, what did you do?
0: Guys, this is really bad because we're here. Reg, we're here already. We gotta go. We're here. We're here. We're
1: here in the present, and everything's going no, great. No, no, no! I'm just- I just came out of the bathroom, but we're on the <laughs> ship. We've gotta go. I understand perfectly. I wait. Oh, you mean? Oh no! Paradox! No! Yeah. Uh, Come on. I, I'm gonna. i is Reg. Just gonna do a quick takeoff just to get up and out. Just to get okay, out. So out,
2: out I, I, I need air. to, I need to be clear here because I'm, I'm sticking with the POV. Nash is the one in on board the ship. The mm. one that just came out of the bathroom is the other Nash yes. the one that the one that you just saw, okay now the other Nash just called out for Reggie, who's running down the hallway to join him, and both of them are running toward the Marduk as fast as they can across the bay
3: yeah, and other Reggie is now just barely pulling up his pants, yep <laughs> so <laughs> he's not
1: wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If someone was stealing the ship, absolutely Reggie would be would be out. Well you guys, yeah. So you see yourselves running towards the ship as fast <laughs> as possible, um, and and what did you do, Reggie? <laughs>
1: uh, okay, if I so at, at what point am I? Are we at in the ship taking off? Can I, can I get it? Up or my or is it still happening? Are they going to reach uh, the ship before I can if get If we out?
2: if if we go into action frames, and it'll take one full frame for you to jump. And it'll also take one full frame for them to get to the point where, if you don't jump, they'll be touching the ship.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
2: All right. Oh, you. Okay, so if, I've if stated my, case, act, my action. My, my action is to board the ship. If obviously. that's the case, then and I'm jumping. And by the way, it. they're drawing their weapons as they come.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. If that's the case, and I and I have a, a uh, I have a, an opening, I will jump
2: you you better shout at it it's a free action to shout shut the door
0: <laughs> yeah Bash like leans back you know hammers hammers the button yeah. on the door and runs up to the cockpit to to strap in
1: yeah and the, and reggie jumps jumps
2: reggie do you have any idea at all where you're going
1: i i oh, see what's it, uh,
2: there's a there's a holographic model of the of the big model floating in front of you
1: Okay, yes.
2: But, I mean, you know, out of the millions of, not millions, I should say a couple hundred thousand nodes that have been mapped, you know, you've been to, what, 20, 30?
1: Right, yeah. Uh, I can't, John, can't remember Uh, anything.
3: Was was Trey able to subdue Tiamat in this time?
2: (laughs) Uh, We need to roll that. So okay. TMAT is uh, security a 5. Level.
3: Well, I got let's <laughs> see. Are we doing um, is this going to be in no probably not encryption. Is it just basic
2: programming then or actually you you have to make encryption to get past the security and then programming oh, once you comes. get inside. All right. So my encryption was a 7.
3: And then my programming is an 8.
2: An encryption rule of seven gives you a yes and. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the and means you're able to do it before the frame is over. Okay. Um, which is gonna give you time to do one programming role if you want to.
3: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that my programming was an eight, and basically I'll, all all I want to do is give Reggie. I want to help Reggie. So I <laughs> want to uh, when the mode. when the model. When the big model comes up, I want to be able to overlay the the ones that I've stored and attempt to narrow down the trajectory of where he
2: can go. Uh, okay. I'm not but sure but if that's... I, I, but I kind of feel like okay. the, the, time, the time it will take you to even okay. explain that to your AIs is less mm-hmm. than the time it will take the other okay. Nash... That makes sense, and I'm gonna say that that was just an idea that flashed through your head, all right? Right, if yeah, you can think of something easier. Reggie's finger is you still just, have like two seconds.
0: This is going <laughs> to a random
1: note, <laughs> just the, thinking of random notes. Right,
2: the, the, the top of this building is now burning, mm. yeah, and open to the sky. The foreman just burst into flames while pointing at you. And he's still pointing at you. He's burning and just pointing at you like he's not burning. And the other Nash and Reggie are are getting really fucking close.
1: This node, so, this node looks good. <laughs> I, mean, he, I hit a random node.
2: All right, real. Yeah, and you know what, Reggie? Yeah. You have to beat a random number, and that number is five. So this is a slip dynamics roll. I want um, uh, Reggie also
1: thinks to the other Reggie. He says, "Don't worry, nothing's real." And then uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and and I'll
2: make a roll. So. It's interesting you say nothing's real because at the moment that you say nothing's real, the reality itself begins to vaporize around you. Okay. Little burning <laughs> cotton candy bits, like just sort of appear, starting to appear. Like I want to say ho- I want to say like holes in the film. You know, like when an old film starts mm-hmm. to burn oh, in no. the projector.
1: <laughs> okay, all right, but yeah, So
2: three D right in midair. Oh, that's. This that's film is burning.
1: Terrifying. And what was your role? I, I do. There is a six in there, so that's a 10.
2: There's a six in there. That's oh, no. Beautiful. I'm
1: sorry. It's Slip Dynamics, not Lucid Dreaming. That's stupid. It, oh, yeah. Um, so uh, it's a plus two, so it's an eight.
2: That's still good enough to get you a yes and. So, uh, yes, you chose a node that uh, supports life, and you chose a node that. Uh, does not immediately put you in peril.
1: I was gonna say, and it's not the cat people world. <laughs> <laughs> but you're
2: that's but the just problem, as good. <laughs> but the problem is just as you finish the calculation and press that button, it's the end of the frame, Nash's hand touches the outer hull oh, no. of the Marduk. And reality completely falls apart around you and the slip happens at exactly that moment while everything is coming undone.
1: So many ants.
2: And you find yourself floating on the, the entire ship, that is, is kind of bouncing slowly, like on an ocean, like if the ocean was made of jello. Below you is purple, and there are big things moving in it. Above you is sort of an orange-yellow sky. And you are bobbing on the surface of a jello ocean.
1: Re- do re- Reggie flips some switches to do some readings? Does the Marduk have have a, that kind of a computer to do some well, readings?
2: Well, it's it's got at least the the basics. Um, I can I can pull up the Wait, shit.
1: Where the, the fuck are we? Flipping switches,
2: flipping all the switches.
0: Fuck! Did we just did we just kill ourselves, Reg? Hmm. I- I guess this oh, is the a, moment.
1: That's a hell of a rabbit hole that you're going to send yourself down if you just keep talking like that. Just kind of like, just, just nothing happened. Okay, Looking all right,
0: yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then he, like, looks out the window because he feels like the jelly, and then he's like, oh, fuck. And he looks, and it's purple, and it's not pink, and then he relaxes just a little bit. Oh, <laughs>
2: OK, so the Tiamat has uh, aerodynamic design, atmospheric engine, automated repair systems. Uh, it has a Mark III computer. The Tiamat is a Mark III. And by the way, you had an extra plus two on that slip dynamics roll because the Tiamat is really good at this shit. Uh-huh.
1: Uh,
2: it also has an up vector radio. So that's something to keep in mind. But it does not like specialize in uh, you know any kind of biology, zoology, Chemistry, anything like this. it's not a scientific vessel.
1: Okay,
2: it's really just a transport vessel.
1: Well, I don't think we're in any immediate danger.
0: So uh, there's there's things down here though. Can we, can we uh, take us atmospheric? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go atmospheric. And Reggie goes atmospheric.
2: That's good. So that's a piloting role from you yeah. and uh, Trey. Now that now that you've jumped oh by the way, you know, bad GM. I forgot to describe the bizarre disorienting internal experience of the jump itself. Uh Trey, uh you haven't jumped a lot of times, have you? Just once or twice?
3: I think maybe I've jumped what twice with them and then one other time when I worked with um Kyle Logic. So
2: three times three total. Times yeah all right so i'm gonna say that you you don't need a psyche role but it's you know it's still a, i mean these guys have literally done it a hundred times right for you it's still kind of a weird experience but mm-hmm. i'm not going to make you you're like now you're kind of starting to get used to the feeling it mm-hmm. is really disorienting though and it takes you a little while to pull yourself back together mm-hmm. um if you wanted to continue messing with the tm you you can now do so okay
3: no, yeah, uh, I mean he's mainly just at this point now interested in the tech and what is available to them just in terms of equipment or any he'll run through like a, a quick like itemization list of the um
2: of okay, so uh, you, the components on the, the ship and everything. Familiarizing so, but, yourself with the whole yeah, exactly. system. Yep. Yeah. Seeing if actually, there's any weapons,
3: right. equipment, everything like that. So
0: I'm physically doing that. Like <laughs> yeah. he tells Reggie to take an atmospheric and he goes into the yeah. back and starts looking to see what we, what other us left on the ship. Because mm-hmm. we had nothing. I mean, just the clothes that you had ordered for us.
3: Right. <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah, so, so Nash was looking through shit. the cabins and all that kind of stuff to see what we have
3: Mm -hmm.
0: i mean they you said they were pulling weapons so i'm assuming our weapons were on
2: them uh uh-huh um and of course this is this is the weapons that whatever weapons you used a year ago i don't know if they've changed (laughs) i don't think they have actually
0: no i mean mine hasn't for sure
2: so you know i mean there's uh like I said, it's not a scientific vessel. It's a kind of a stripped to the bones to be small and fast, mm-hmm. get you get you to a node and allow you to fly around and find a good place. But you know, that's about it. That's what the Martica is built for.
3: Are there any um, like probes or drones or power suits or anything like that that they have in uh, in hold?
2: No. Oh, I'm sorry. There, there are. There's Nash's suit and Reggie's suit. Okay, because they were wearing their uh, civilian gear when you saw them at Diaspora. Mm. So you have two suits, <laughs> three people. Mm-hmm. It's very calm. It's very tranquil. It's just a little bit scary because once in a while you see something very big and very dark move beneath the vessel, like whale-sized.
0: Well, no worries. Reggie's got us at atmospheric. Now, what was your roll? Yeah, uh, 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 two plus two is four.
2: Yeah. <laughs> good, because it was an easy maneuver. Okay. Um. Yeah, there's a little bit of surface tension, right? As but then you pop from it, uh, and then you're fine. Surface tension got me there. It's fine. We're we're up. We're good. Yeah, and the the sea is it. It's it's like a. Uh, a jello that's almost set, you know, a really wobbly jello. It is dark purple. You see no land. In fact, you see no clouds. Do
0: you have any idea where we are? I mean, did you pick a place or did we just? Yeah, just
1: nah, I picked a place at random for sure. So I don't know. Uh, let's maybe let me just.
2: Uh, Do you take, a uh, at the, you take a glance at the map?
1: Yeah, the big, yeah. He brings the yeah. the, okay, the well, big you know, model
2: up. Guess what? You pull up the big. It was already up, and when you look at it, the 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 red dot that usually is the you are here, not there. It's not there at all. It's nowhere.
1: Oh God, I I couldn't. I does would does Reggie know what that means? <laughs> can he can he try and, and it, like what would that mean? Yeah, this is, is, a is
2: brains. This is brains plus slip dynamics.
1: Okay,
2: all right. Beat a four. It's not that hard.
1: I rolled a four, and I have a, a two in slip dynamics, so six.
2: Uh, yeah, but it's not a good thought, Reggie.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I can't imagine it's
2: if you're if you're totally outside of the big model. But there's only one place that could be.
1: Oh, we're not back in the fucking cow again, are we?
2: You think you, you're in you're you're in the multiversal cow?
1: Yeah. Oh no,
0: Reggie. Just, Reggie
1: closes his eyes and just says, "Oh no."
0: What? 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 What does what, what does the math say? Right. I just I when
2: wanna... when okay. Reggie when Reggie closes his eyes, you hear you hear Reggie say, "Oh no!" And those words come from his mouth, but they also come from the sky. They come from all directions around you, as like if God had shouted in Reggie's voice, <laughs> oh, "Oh no!" <laughs> the hull literally vibrates with the strength of the sonic vibration, and the jello sort of uh, starts to melt. And, and go down quickly. The water is dropping below you. A black tentacle f- swirls up out of the dropping jello. The sky stops vibrating. Reggie's like slaps his hand over his mouth. When you look out the front windscreen, everything is starting to break apart like burning film. This is also falling apart. Okay, Reggie, brains roll? No, I'll give it to you because it had an and in there. This is a temporary plateau. There are spaces in the multiversal cow that like sort of like congeal together and they may not make much sense but they're at least a little bit stable right like a like a chunk of gravy stuck to a piece of vegetable floating in the stoop that hasn't broken up yet right and they're stable for a minute (laughs) (laughs) this is one of those uh you've encountered these before when you went to the cow the first time there were moments where like for a minute or two it seems like you've landed in a reality, but you're not. You're just in a kind of stable part of the gal, and it's about to come apart again. That's what's going on. Now, the problem with making a jump from here is that you have a, you're you're outside of the model. You have a, you have yeah. no idea where you are.
1: Okay, um, I'm going. In to fact, th-
2: you're kind of the definition of not anywhere.
1: Yeah, we're nowhere. So I, <laughs> I, I need, we're all, we're we're off. We're just off. Wait, okay, uh, it's the cow. I need uh, oh, fuck. Fuck. real quick, real quick suggestions or else we're going to another random node. I, I don't Inra, even know how I'm going to get Inra? there. Inra, what's, what's Inra? It's fucking the orchids, the Ufa.
0: Oh, yeah, the Ufas. Oh, they were nice. Um, Anywhere but here, this is starting to go and he's like waving his yeah, hands at the windscreen.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see it. Ah uh, shit! Okay, uh, he finds Inra. If I can find Inra, and we jo- we go, jo- I want to
2: jump to. You, Inra You find what the model says is Inra. Perfect. Yeah.
1: That's the best. That's good. And I'm gonna and, do and, that. And,
2: and that yeah. takes and that takes you a frame. And once once yeah. again, the reality is that even inside the ship, the little oh, burning goodness. burning bits of cotton candy air are just starting to appear. And one of them takes out Nash's shoulder. The thing is, you don't even feel it. Oh, that's- It's like what it, it's like instantly carterizes and anesthetizes part of you is gone that's just as you press the button that's now, unnerving yeah it's quite unnerving pieces of the dashboard are disappearing
1: okay i do have a, a six so you six got a six in there two. nice
2: okay yeah,
0: plus two for the marduk so you got a plus four but yeah. Ten. Ten.
2: all right now you don't end up on inra and it's a little bit disconcerting now you guys have experienced Uh, nationally especially many times uh that feeling of like icy cold and super hot cutting down the center of you pulling your molecules apart and then it starts spinning and whirling and then you manifest wherever you are okay but reggie this this time when you do it 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 feels qualitatively different Mm -hmm. this is not the kind of slip you're used to, instead you feel like you instantly start spinning, and and it, it. In fact, I want you all to make. I'm going to call it health rolls. Oh no! Beat a four. No. Oh, oh, I got a four. Oh, That's oh, five. five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all managed to prevent yourselves from vomiting. This is not the fuzzies. This is not a normal slip. You feel like you're tumbling. You feel like the whole ship with you in it is bouncing and tumbling. Something is very wrong. Jesus. Status report? What the fuck is
1: happening? I don't know. Reggie tries to stabilize the ship. You can't. I can't save. I can't, I can't do anything.
2: Can. Now, there is nothing outside the viewport. You feel like if you could, if there was anything to see, you'd be seeing landscape like tumbling and rolling by because it feels like you're bouncing down a steep hill or being buffeted as you fall from something to something else, deeper and deeper, farther and farther. You keep hitting things and flipping over and rolling. If you were not strapped in your seats, you would be flying around the compartment and one of you would be knocked unconscious.
1: How about the big model? Is there a red dot? Are Are we on the big model?
2: You're not in the big model.
0: I'm not on the big model again. <laughs> are we still in the cow?
2: Okay, Probably you yes. are You are right now in the world's worst and most dangerous roller coaster, strapped in as the cars tumble over and, over and over and over, and it goes on, and it doesn't stop. I'm talking minutes. You're strapped into your seat. There's there's really not much you can do. You just keep being buffeted and
1: buffeted. Can I try to like, pilot it? Like, Can I try to, like... Navigate,
2: yeah, I think that's a good idea. You're at a, yeah. minus, you're at a minus three,
1: minus three. Uh, and this is just a piloting airspace,
2: uh huh. So we're gonna call it hard, which I think oh, is a four.
1: Man. All right, I think I, I hold on, I'm gonna try to stabilize some shit.
2: Where did my book oh, go? There it is. Well,
1: the highest I rolled was a four, and my piloting airspace is a two. So if I'm at a minus three, that's a three total.
2: Yeah, that's that's a, a miss by one. So I'm gonna give you a no butt on that. Um, I've
0: got no but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly Reggie's butt disappeared. No, that's I'm not playing the Dungeon of Rickedness. <laughs> yes. That's, oh, spoiler for the Dungeon of Rickedness. That's actually some you can lose your butt in there. That's a, okay. Yeah. That's, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Reggie, when you apply the thrusters, uh, you are able to stop that hideous bouncing. But now you're kind of barrel rolling. Okay. And it's 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 less painful. But it, like you're right now, you're very happy that there's nothing but blackness outside the window because you'd probably be so dizzy you'd you'd want to puke again. So now you're sort of in a slow barrel roll. As long as you keep the thrusters burning full, mm-hmm. the ship continues doing this slow barrel roll. It does. And and okay. And how's the ship? Just, Is the ship um, holding up? I don't know. Uh, everything seems fine. Everything's now that Reggie's got the his, his foot on the pedal. How's how everybody it else doing? It's actually becoming kind of rhythmic. There's oh, this, this
1: is nice.
2: It's actually kind of nice. You're 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 kind of getting used to it.
3: Okay. Okay. we Trey's can, we can uh, deal with this. Uh, Trey's gonna put the feelers out there. Like, is there I know we can't see anything but is there, is there anything outside of the ship? (gasps) He's tapped. Cause he's, he's tapped in, he's tapped into the, to the system now. So he'll, he'll almost like a, uh, almost like sonar. He just wants to like do a quick ping of like a, 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 almost like a radio signal, like see if anything fires back.
2: Uh, Turn, I want you to make a psyche roll beat seven. Yay! <laughs> That's, um, I'm, I'm just going to put had, my
3: dice down. I'm not going to.
2: If you have. Well, no, I need to know if it's a no and no. Oh, but, true. But. True. Now, if you have uh, psychology or lucid dreaming, you can add that.
3: I have double ones. Does that count?
2: <laughs> you have double ones? <laughs> so gnarly. Wow, this happens so, <laughs> so rarely. Of- you get an experience point for a no and.
3: Oh, Oh, no. I have double ones with no bonus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Trey, so you you open your mind and project your electronic presence outside the ship, and what comes back is such a hideous, unbearable, multidimensional scream of data that it knocks you unconscious, and you slip into a fugue state where you begin thinking about your entire life, you no longer are conscious of the fact that you're sitting in the Marduk. You're no longer really conscious of your body at all. Mm -hmm. This barrage of, uh, it's not just sound. I'm gonna use sound because that's the best metaphor, like Mm -hmm. screaming from all angles until, have you ever been in a crowd like at a stadium or something where everybody's screaming so Mm -hmm. loud that it's literally causing your head to vibrate? It's hard to even hear yourself mm-hmm okay so it's like that but we're not just talking about sound we're also talking about light so you're bombarded with so many different colors of light is all blending mm-hmm. in the blinding white light and every smell you've ever smelled and many smells you wish you'd never smelled, mm-hmm. and all of your senses yeah. are completely fucking overloaded Why and now, imagine on top too, of that because, there's yeah. this rolling yeah. motion somehow i'd imagine too
3: it's all i mean it's it's different for somebody who's just perceiving like if they were just looking at a screen and seeing all this come in that's one thing but this is coming into his brain and so he's probably the his his hud you know his vision is probably just inundated with these hundreds if not thousands of signals that are all of a sudden bursting in at once and it's there's you know, so much his, data; it's, it's right.
2: corrupting the display, even as it displays.
3: Exactly right. It's t- and I mean his system; it's tied. It, like you said, it's tied into everything. Like the, his his computer is tied into his brain, which is tied into his feeling and his smell and his sight and his hearing and everything. So,
2: right now, you're nowhere. You're not even really Trey at this moment. You're you're just. A barely conscious, and what you are conscious of is is mostly just overload and pain, mm-hmm. and you need to grab on to something. Mm-hmm. You need a a memory or a, 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 a something to say yourself. Something to, you need something to ground you. Mm-hmm. What is it? So when he was a kid, and
3: his his whole his whole makeup inside you know the 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 way he designed his dm and his bots and everything like that is from a series of books or like books that he used to read right and in the books there was one character that used to calm down by going into a certain pose and he kind of took that on and he especially when he was young and he was getting used to his system and uh the overload that can often happen when you're not used to it. And, uh, and so right, he, interesting. Yeah. So he, so he kind of forms his hands in front of him and almost he, it's not there, but he feels uh, almost like a knife handle in his hands. And he like, then like floats and kind of like crosses his legs into uh, what they call the, the owl hunter position. And he just kind of like, Almost is it curls like you're, up. You're holding the
2: stripper pole. You're uh, kinda, it's more like you're.
3: So he's like holding. He's holding what he perceives as like a knife or a dagger in front of him, and then he just goes like, uh, like crisscross applesauce, like sit- sitting like that.
2: Now, is this something that you've ever done in front of the other two? Have they seen? You oh, absolutely.
3: This? He hasn't. He hasn't done this like physically in probably about twelve or thirteen years. Like it's something oh, that so he used never to do. Seen you, okay, no, they've
2: never seen you do this before.
3: No, this is something he used to do as a kid. Like when he was like seven or eight, when he was, when his AI got upgraded and he was, you know, getting used to, the just the information influx that can often happen.
2: This is the owl hunter pose. Yes. Okay, so, you guys, you're kind of being lulled to sleep by this rhythmic motion in the pitch blackness, you got the emergency lights on board inside and it's enough to see that Trey has formed his body in this unusual position. Uh,
0: I think think we lost Trey.
2: You almost, Uh, you almost don't care. I mean, at this point you're like, you're just, you know, being rolled and rolled in darkness for minutes and minutes at a time. It's, it's kind of hard not to fall asleep.
0: Uh, right, she's probably she's probably fine, know, right? I mean, I don't think we want to hold on. I got a real yeah,
1: I, yeah. I don't think we want to fall asleep. Maybe yeah. I think try, we need to. We can't fall. Don't fall asleep. I've got a terrible, a terrible. Can we jump,
0: Rach? Can you can you jump for where we're at? I, I can miss- probably
1: jump. I have to do a jump. I Maybe mean, let, let me see about doing a jump. Uh, I, I don't want anyone to fall asleep and maybe okay can we, so can we walk around we can't walk around the cabin can we be still
2: not while well tumbling it's it's probably it's un, if you the tumble, took if you take I'm your I'm starting foot, to worry about Trey. well you could tell the Tiamat to maintain 100% burn and then you could take your foot off and get up and walk around but a uh sooner or later you're going to run out of power
1: <laughs> yeah not, yeah
2: okay uh and b who who knows how long this the yeah. tumbling will be smooth and 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 pleasant <laughs> okay. all right well we're going i we're gonna... I mean what i'm saying is you don't know it could be fine yeah. it could be fine <laughs> i mean i, <laughs> I could just... also it's like it's like unstrapping
3: mid loop of a roller coaster too like <laughs> <laughs> right You're,
1: the centrifugal force will probably keep me in a, well only for a short amount of time but right. no i think I think I, I need to I need to jump and get out of this. I need to find a, a more stable sort of a, a place because I'm starting to worry about Trey. So part uh, of you,
2: part of you is starting to worry, uh, yeah. and, and the other part of you just kind of wants to go to sleep. So we're going to do something unusual here. Okay, you're going to going to battle myself. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna um, you're gonna make a brains roll and you're gonna make a psyche roll and you want the brains to win.
1: <laughs> the, the two, that's great I, love, I like that all right okay brains roll highest is a five promising well all my psyche rolls always have a six in it so i don't know how promising Yeah, i
2: would have rolled the psyche first then the suspense would be like really peaked right now
1: <sighs> no it's, it's high five oh, yeah. fives i didn't get a six this time
2: it's a hit exactly five five, huh? five,
1: five, four, four. yeah
2: all right well a hit exactly is a yes but so you you do jump, but you do it randomly.
1: Yeah, that's that's fine. Hold mm-hmm. on, oh, I'm just gonna get us out of here. And you just kind of like pause. you press hey, a couple hey, buttons. Like,
0: hey, just kind of hey, like hey, just, just we a spot. We gotta
1: get Trey. We have to fix him. Let me get out of here. Let just pause.
2: Randomly. Yeah, it actually oh. at the moment. At the moment you do it, we're yeah, all yawning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the moment you do it, it almost feels like you're having a dream about piloting, and so the button isn't really, really. You're just kind of like oh, simulating no, the act you've done so many times, right? Yeah. It's like I'm if you stop in and dream. I had a dream I was reading a book, but if you actually stopped and tried to look at one word in that book, you'll realize that there's actually no words in the book. It's just an idea of a book. Yes. It's kind of like that. You just press the idea of a button you kind of felt like you were half asleep. And really just it was kind of a symbolic performative gesture. Yeah. But the good news is that the spinning stops. Wow. And and you are now sort of like the ship is like again, there's a slight shudder, and then mm-hmm. it sits still for a minute. So it feels like you're sitting on something and that something moved a little bit when you appeared. And now it's and now it's settled down again um outside it is bright it is yellow it is sandy you appear to be on a, the surface of a sand planet and once again something beneath the ship something big just moved seems to be a recurring theme
1: we keep landing on things that are moving and big
0: oh what, what is oh oh, fuck. Yeah, no, we're oh.
1: Up. okay but okay. Reggie, we, I, I want to check on Trey.
2: Trey! Uh, Trey, make a psyche roll. Beat four.
1: So am I having a
0: Trey? Did we fall asleep? Yeah,
1: we, we totally did.
2: Okay. Trey, you've just sort of consciously become aware that the, the shrieking is over. Your senses are tuning down to normal ranges. You realize that you're sitting in your slip chair mm-hmm. in owl hunter position. And you're you're in a desert, apparently.
1: Ray, you okay, buddy? Uh, I be, I believe so. You took up some sort of he'll, a of a
3: stance there, you know. Seemed he'll pretty... kind of he'll slowly relax himself and uh, and kind of you know fake like fixing his shirt and stuff just to straighten up and kind of get a sense again of like physicality. <laughs>
0: Is that, is that a meditation thing? What, were, what the I, hell I was, were you doing? It,
3: uh, it was uh, something that we used in training to uh, to center ourselves.
0: Well, um, I mean, now that you're I, centered, can, <laughs> can you guys take a look at this map and figure out where the fuck we're at? Because I don't... Like, this is not my department. I just don't... We got to get the fuck out of here, right? Like, yeah, no,
1: no, we do. We do have to get out of here, but I'm just... I, Let's see. Is there one? Let me find and see if we're even back on the big model. I mean, yeah,
0: back. we need a minute. I mean, we need a minute to breathe. Like,
1: I, yeah, we should do that. We should breathe. But I, Trey, we need some sort
3: of. Are you back? Yeah. Yes, I am, Mister Reggie. What do you need? Uh, um, I. We should compare notes. Sure. I I, I believe I love, that, I that. It, we should use the information that we have previously gla- gathered and. Uh, uh, hopefully, that will allow us to uh, get a better idea for exactly where we are and what we are dealing with. I feel as though if we have uh, various uh, big models that we can compare to each other, then we will be in a better position.
2: Okay. Okay. Off in the distance, you see something coming this way. I'm going to share the screen. Oh. Okay. It's about it's about fine. eight. Eight nine feet tall, a little larger okay. than human size. Uh, it, it it's coming this way as though it's excited, and it is a uh, mm, couple hundred yards off. Sprinting? Yeah, kind of. It's uh, also waving what what I guess are its arms.
1: I just can't. No, I just I just
0: can't. I'm just, uh, I mean, look. So here's the situation: we've got no guns, we've got some food, and we've got two suits. Uh, I mean, you, let me we, let me let me take us up. Can I get well, up in the atmosphere? <laughs> we we'll do. I mean, we don't know where we're at. Maybe this thing can tell us where. I mean, I don't like. What if it's a dream world, right? Like maybe you could do your right. thing, and he's sort of, like waving his hands around.
2: Okay, so a, I, um, a minute ago or half a minute ago. Uh, you were talking about pulling up the big model. Did you do that? Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. He, as he's talking about, it, he does it.
2: Uh, it is, in fact, a, a dream world. You're on a known note. This is this is Mars, uh, but it's not the Mars from the home timeline.
3: <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> is okay. this? <laughs> wait. So you said it was a dream world. Mm-hmm. Is this what like people dream Mars would be like when we get there? <laughs>
2: It is well. Dream worlds are, of course, trans-subjective. That is, okay. you know Both subjective and objective, and fractal. And so that means this could be one person's dream world,
3: mm-hmm.
2: or it could be the collective dream of everyone who's like read a certain book, seen a certain movie, had a certain thought. You don't know. Okay. Really. Yeah. Sometimes the dreamer is a single individual. Sometimes the yeah. dreamer is a collective. In fact, uh, if we're right, <laughs> the home earth that you come from uh, is actually a collective, and there are 12 dreamers. Hmm. Mm, that's right. Okay,
1: I'm going to try to talk to it. I want to ask it politely to stop in its own head with the lucid dreaming. Please stop. If you are hostile, <laughs> just keep coming, and then we'll deal with you a different way.
2: Can I do, can I do that? Uh, yeah, so this is a lucid dreaming role and we're we're trying to speak telepathically in the mind of an alien creature. I just
1: wanna yeah, I just want to open <laughs> lines of communication with this crazy and just figure out what its motives are.
2: Yeah, I get that. Let's um, although I don't know how easy it's gonna be, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a six. Okay. I
0: believe in you.
1: <laughs> yeah. okay. that's,
2: oh, that's, that's very hard. But you have the skill, I believe in you. Uh,
1: yeah, I rolled a six. So ten? Yeah, ten. <sighs> I explode his
2: brain. <laughs> well, that's a yes and. So, um, Nash, you need to start rolling dice. The other guys are making experience points. and You're, you're not.
1: Nash, take this gun, just in case. <laughs> we don't have any. I already looked. I handed you a gun I just created. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hang on. That's going to be another roll. Come on. Okay. So Reggie, you fair, actually, Trey has you, a gun, so. I said, <laughs> yes, yes. And the communication is two way. And the, the thing thinks back at you, you know, you hear sort of a, a tweeting bird, like kind of a di- dialect. Right. But because of, because this is a lucid dream, mm. you completely understand it as English. Right.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like with the chinksy, the uh, <coughs> uh, Chinksies. What are they called? The, the cat people. That kind of happened there the too, Chins- right?
2: The, the chintzy people, yeah. Chins-
1: Chins- yeah.
2: So it, it thinks it knows you. It says, I watched the skies for you. It has been many times I have thought I saw you. Um, finally, you are back. Do you have the plan to bring water back to my people? Oh, no. It needs, it wants. Do we have.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, no, I, I'm not certain that we are who you think we are, but I was very concerned that you were coming towards us um, with uh, malicious intent so that now that you're not, maybe we can try and help or work something out. What the, what the fuck is crawling around <laughs> underneath us? Underneath, underneath us? Are we in danger here?
2: Best not to be out in the open, and it gestures toward a ridge that you can see on the far horizon. Best okay. to stay on the ridges if you want to be the most safe.
1: I want to be the most safe.
2: I do. I'm going to fly to the ridges. There are barrel beasts and tentacle beasts here. Both of those sound terrible. I will meet you on that ridge. Bring water. I will and then I it, will, and then it will, runs yes. off in that direction, okay. which is like it's it's on the horizon. It's like two miles yeah. away.
1: It seems like it's it seems like uh, they're pretty adept. at at running around in this environment, though. so
2: He he actually does glance around, so it's like he's not like he's unaware of danger, uh, and he can probably run or jump fast enough to stay away from whatever it is, but it's not like he feels totally safe. He does keep glancing around.
1: Okay, all right. uh, So listen, that... Oh, and his name is Tweel. Tweel. Okay, well, nice to meet you, Tweel. So listen, Nash... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he breaks connection, breaks connection. So <laughs> my new friend, Tweel, I should say our new friend, Tweel thinks we're someone who promised to bring water. So I'm going to do my very best and try and do that. But I don't, I, I don't, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but he told us be safe over on this ridge. So I'm going to fly over to the ridge.
0: All right. I mean, so there's, I mean, we have a little bit, but, do you think you can try and just make, make, make something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Did did he? Uh, I mean, so did he think? So were we here before? I don't know. I don't. I
1: don't know. I don't think so.
0: Can 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 we check that? The
1: possibilities
3: yeah. of realities now is unlimited. So there is a potential that another you was here, or another team that had flown the Marduk was oh, also shit. here. Oh, At this funny. point, literally anything could have happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bets are off.
0: But do yeah. you know where we
1: are? Like I don't think we have a I don't think this is a night. There- are
0: we back on the map, is what I'm saying. Or are, are we yes. back on the big yeah, we're back on the big model. We've made it.
2: You're back on the big model. You are in a you're in a dream world corresponding to a vision of Mars. Uh, that if you want to look up its history, there's a little bit here. This is a vision of Mars described by Stanley Weinbaum in his story, uh, Martian Odyssey. Hmm. And Tweel is a fictional character from a story. You are in a book or in people's dreams of a book.
0: Okay. Well, I mean,. At least I I feel like we can get a handle on this, right? Like, for on the big model. We know we're in a dream world. It's two things we didn't know before. Like, we're a little bit closer. Can you guys figure – is there any way to figure out – because this isn't our Mars, right? Is there some way to, like, overlay those maps to try to figure out, like, which line we might be in? Or is that not possible? I don't know. I mean, try – yeah, try speak to that because I'm – in my mind, there's no way. So
1: real okay, well, quick in theory it is oh, possible,
2: but remember okay. just just a couple jumps back, uh, you had two big models side by side, and they were they were completely different. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um so the the Marduk has an up vector radio or transmitter. Um, mm-hmm. can I use that to make a connection to Whatever the prime Earth is in this reality, this this universe.
2: Yes, in theory, that's exactly what it's set up to do. Okay,
3: yeah. All right, so he's going to do two. So first he's going to reach, reach out for a signal. And if he gets one, he will breathe an audible sigh of relief.
2: <laughs> okay, you don't have a signal right now.
3: He will not breathe an audible side of release. He will hold <laughs> his breath.
2: Yeah, you're going to have to try again later. It is it is really yep. random and, and unpredictable. It's not a dependable means of communication. It's actually <sighs> right, kind John, of surprising that it, that it works at all. <laughs> mm, <right.
1: laughs> you have to breathe. <laughs> I'm flying to the ridge.
2: Yeah, I think you are. And uh, B to three, because the gravity is kind of low here. So it's actually very easy
1: yep five uh, five is my highest so seven
2: okay so that is a yes and um, that the the creature move, moves uh, moves remarkably fast he takes big leaps and bounds as he makes it to the ridge and so it's kind of surprising how quickly or how close he's got by the time you pass him by so when you land on the ridge He'll be joining you in just another 30 seconds or so. And yeah. let's, let's say that, let's say the and is you, you find a nice, a perfect spot to land, which gives you good visibility in 360 degrees. Perfect. On the other side of the ridge, far off in the distance, you see some towers. It looks like that actually may be a city of some kind. Um, and most of them look like they're made of like sandstone, you know, sort of a dun colored tans and grays.
1: Okay, uh, my vote is no to city, but you
0: know, that's just, <laughs> but, but listen, have, have either of you guys read this book? Ah, uh, shit, I don't, no. can I make like a brains to see if maybe I read this book?
2: Uh, yeah, I would, I would give that to you. Nice. Hmm. Uh,
3: have you read I, a 250-year-old book?
2: I got to tell you, Nash, yeah, not only that, but Nash doesn't really seem like a reader, so I'm going to call it unlikely, mm. which means beat a seven. And do you have any skill you think might apply here?
0: Medic? <laughs> no, I don't have any brain skills. That, like, I don't mm. have trivia or any kind of anything like that.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, you want to get as close as you can to a seven? I got a six. I got a four and six. A six that's awesome you missed by one okay so that gives you a no but you uh, you have not read the books but you actually have uh stopped and glanced a little bit at the listing in the big model directory you know while you know randomly reading different planets like one does
3: mars that's fucking weird
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's an it's a it's an alternate mars so um this place has actually been discovered uh, multiple times. So apparently the uh, the node is uh, a highly attractive one. And people who uh, uh, have read this book, it seems that many of them have an, have an easy connection to it. And although you don't know the story, you do know that there's a recurring theme in people's mission transcripts. Uh, Mars is a long, uh, uh, I don't want to say dead civilization but a nearly dead civilization that once had thriving industry and even uh, space travel um, but that was a long long time ago and the Thoth which is the name of this race this creature that Twiel is a member of they were, they were once a highly advanced civilization now there's only a couple hundred thousand of them left because Mars which used to have lots of water has gone bone dry and that's the mars in this reality.
0: So so I relay all that. There's you know there's not many of these guys left. Uh I, I'm not super familiar but like they they ran out of water they used to be spacefaring. I mean they they might be able to to help us. This has been discovered a couple of times but I if we're not in our own timeline I don't know I mean I don't know maybe they have I mean maybe they have records maybe maybe we could figure out how to overlay and get back in the right timeline.
2: Oof. Yeah. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. And I just, I just want to be specific here because it may matter. Um, technically uh, dream worlds are like bubble realities of their own. So they're not actually mm-hmm. part of an earth timeline. Mm-hmm. There is an earth in this reality. It's the place where Twill met other humans from. Mm. Right. But it's not, but it's not your earth and it's actually not even a real earth. Right. It's a fictional Earth, just as fictional as Mars is.
0: I, I don't know that Nash thinks about it all that deeply, right? Like, he's, he's not the slip guy, so like...
1: So the Earth is a fictional... So the us... So a fictional us could have been here.
0: Well, fictional anybody, I guess, right? I mean, he's, he's been waiting for someone to come back. Sure, um, he clearly re- recognized the ship. Okay, well, you know what? Um...
2: Uh, well, and he didn't say that he recognized the ship. Oh, um, he, okay. He says he's he's been watching the skies waiting for you to come back. So, you know, he, he knew that someone would come in a ship. Hmm. Right. Well, you don't really, it's unclear whether he thinks you're a, per, a particular person or not. Okay. All
1: right. You, uh, you, um,
2: you know you're not, but he may not.
1: <laughs> yeah. I am not a particular person. I- uh, <laughs> Reggie's, Reg, Reg can we breathe the atmosphere? Do we know that?
2: Yes, you can. It's a little okay. bit thin, but you can breathe it. It's air.
1: Okay. Reggie's going to – let's go out there and just see what uh, what Wheel what has for us, huh? All right. He seems like a nice enough fella. Yeah.
0: This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.